The views and opinions expressed here on Wrestling Wind Down are those of the host and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of any other agency, organization, employer, or company. What's up, guys? It's Lo, and you are tuned in to Wrestling Wind Down, a female-founded and hosted podcast dedicated to professional wrestling and our favorite adult beverage. AEW All Out is right around the corner. It's happening in Chicago Labor Day weekend, and Wrestling Wind Down will be in attendance. I am joined by my girls, Casey Leando, as well as Cam Sullivan and Al from Kayfabe Queens to give our predictions leading up to All Out. We'll also be spilling the wine on the different events surrounding the pay-per-view like FanFest as well as GCW. And of course, we cannot not talk about the fits that we will be rocking during All Out Weekend. So grab your glass of wine. We're going in for the three count. We have some of our group here that will be going to All Out. We are so excited. California, Texas, Las Vegas in the house, and Iridian is outside. She is living her best last days of hot girl summer. <laughs> We're just going to put her little picture right here. Before we get into this episode of Wrestling Wine Down, I just want to talk about this wine. This is not sponsored, obviously, because I bought this with my own money at Albertsons. This wine is so good. It's peach tea wine cocktail. I talked about it on someone else's show the other day, but this is good. This might be the drink of the tailgate. Who goes to a tailgate and drinks wine, though? Us. We do. Wrestling you know Wine what? Down does. When you're tailgating with Wrestling Wine Down. <laughs> yeah. Obviously. Right <laughs> AEW's having a lot of drama. We're going into this pay-per-view. We're kind of tiptoeing a little bit. Yeah, it's been yeah. a week. <laughs> Let's start with the elephant in the room. Eddie Kingston was backstage beating Sammy Guevara's ass. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Eddie has come out. He's apologized. Sammy completely buried him in a article on Fightful Select. And they are supposed to have a match at All Out. It has not been announced, but I read that Eddie Kingston was suspended. I don't know if his suspension is still intact, but... Are we getting this match? Are we excited for this match? Is Eddie Kingston going to go over the edge and completely just throw this man off the balcony? I don't know. How are we feeling about this whole cheese may of Eddie Kingston and Sammy? I actually think Eddie's in the right in all forms. I know Sammy was trying to say that, you know, if he was uncomfortable with it, he should have said something. But I feel like that's kind of a given. You don't talk about people's looks or their weight. That's just a no go. You're a professional. You should know better than that. So, you know, in terms of the match, I'm excited for Eddie to whoop Sammy's ass again on camera this time. But <laughs> if it's backstage and someone gets it on their phone, that's even better. AEW needs to make a Patreon. That could have been on the Patreon. I would have yes. paid $5 for that. Yes, Did please. you see the tweet? Somebody said Brandon Cutler has the footage. <laughs> First of all, I'm so glad somebody finally gave it to Sammy because I cannot, I have, I cannot stand him. I cannot, I, I know like they're like, oh, he's a heel. You're supposed to not like him. I was like, no, he's just like, He's just so irritating and a garbage person. I'm just so glad somebody finally gave him a little bop, bop, <laughs> do it again. Um, so, I mean, I really don't like watching and he's talented. I was like, Sammy's a talented wrestler. I just don't enjoy those matches particularly. And I feel like even if we had had this match, it wouldn't have been a very long one just because, you know, Eddie's back and, and all that stuff. So, you know, I'm sad that we won't get it, but I'm like, it's not anything that I'm going to be missing, but I would like to see the backstage footage, please, <laughs> please let me see it. 
I feel the same. Like I was when it got first announced, what a few weeks ago, I was like, oh, okay, because it's long drawn out. Like in general, Sammy feelings aside, because I think we're all in the same boat of like Sammy, eh, not does nothing mm-hmm. for any of us. Like <laughs> yeah, so I feel like there's nothing really lost on the card from them not being on. But you know, we all do love the cheese may, and we all hopefully Sammy learned something from getting knocked out by eddie because he probably said something he's like that annoying cousin eddie was like you know what i just gotta knock you out you gotta learn sometimes hopefully he learned sammy you're a married man you gotta just grow up sometimes yes please life advice from al (laughs) thanks there is also drama going on in the women's division and i don't particularly like this cheese may Dunder Rosa relinquished her women's title earlier this week, and now there's a match, which we'll talk about on the card, to figure out who the interim champion is. But after she relinquished the title, stuff started going out online about how her and Britt Baker have not liked each other for a long time. She broke Jamie's nose in a match and ran into the bathroom to hide because she was scared of what was going to happen. Thunder Rosa was on um, Busted Open today and kind of went through everything. She was talking about her injury, how she can barely walk. And she said it straight up, like, do not believe everything that's coming out online. And I feel bad for Thunder Rosa because I feel like this is just a very touchy situation. You have the sandbag situation a couple months ago, which people still were not over. But she was kind of joking about it a little bit recently with the shirt. So I still feel bad for her because she hasn't had the title reign that I think she properly deserves, but that's a whole nother story. Do we think Dunder Rosa ran to the bathroom in the stall? No. I don't Absolutely think so not. either. No way. <laughs> no way. No, I it's, think the whole situation. So like, it's so weird. Like, I feel like, okay, if she was seriously, has been seriously injured, why wait the week before this big pay-per-view and then what, what really hurts me is them putting out like, oh, well, Tony was going to win it. That just adds to the situation and that fishiness of the whole entire thing. It's like, okay, I get being injured and having to step away or anything. It just, the timing is so weird. And then having all this other information about her just being an issue or having issues with other talent, it doesn't sit right with me, the whole entire ordeal about it and I love Thunder Rosa so it, it just hurts me it just hurts my heart so much yeah it's giving um Sasha and Bailey crying on the floor vibes why would you put the story out when she's injured all this timing it's real sus and like is it because she has a very strong personality she I could see her getting not getting along with people or whatever Lo, you've spoken you've you've been around her you've met her I've met her very outgoing very you know that's her personality is big, big Mexican personality. Right. And that's going to rub people the wrong way because she's so confident that might, that might rub people the wrong way. And people don't know how to take that. And maybe there are people who don't like it. And but somehow this got bigger because I don't, it's, this was weird and icky. Mm-hmm. I don't like it, but I really, it's a back injury. Back injuries are bad. You can't like, I've had days where I can't walk just, and I work in retail. So like, I can't imagine bumping and like what that does to your back. So like she said she had bad days yesterday, you know, like the fact that she could even be on TV Wednesday to relinquish it. Like that says a lot. because She probably had a, an okay day where she was physically okay. It sucks all around. The timing sucks all around. And uh, but like leaking that Tony was going to win. What does that do for anything? Does it add to anything? Everything's weird right now. It's just especially it's- when Tony's still in the match. Yeah. Yes. Because then it's like, okay. So is Tony still winning or are we switching it around now? It kind of just 
made it look very, I don't want to use the word unprofessional, but it looks a little bit lazy mm-hmm. in terms of building this match. Instead of releasing that, you could have been like, here are all the, and instead of giving them 10 seconds to build interest for the match and all of a sudden having them all in one segment, we haven't seen Sheeta on TV in how long? Months. Months. And yes, she Which- was a former champion. But still, and she's been on dark. She had a match. Yeah, on- I was going to say she's done some dark matches, but that's about yeah. it. Yeah. But still, like, we're all supposed to be excited for this match. And we're confused on where all these loose ends are coming from and how they're supposed to be tied. I just want to know who the AEW snitch is. Oh, Somebody well. in that locker room is snitching. <laughs> I mean, you have people with the Brit and the Thunder Rosa situation. You have the person or people who were supposedly contacted by WWE who are under contract with AEW and everybody has their opinions of who it is, who it could be. I mean, whoever it is, they they love them some uh, dirt sheets. I know (laughs) they probably read through them and they're like, I said that. I think the situation, like Cam said, it is interesting because there are a lot of loose ends and being a fan, you know, traveling to see this match, it's like, okay, what's going on here? And then you have people like Casey and Al who paid for meet and greets at Fan Fest to meet Thunder Rosa. And there was not any formal statement sent out on AEW's social media. There wasn't an email sent out. It was like, we're going to refund you. Yeah. And I feel like that is kind of tacky as well. It almost reminds me of how they did WrestleMania last year, Casey, with, yeah. oh, we're not doing access here. We'll refund you. And it's like no statement given whatsoever. It's just we need to be more transparent, which is a whole nother thing. But it's really disappointing when you're flying from across the world or across the country to meet a superstar you've or a wrestler and you've paid money and then they're not there. And like Casey said, they probably knew before they put those tickets up that she was injured. So why sell them? Exactly. I actually, when I went back today to try to look at some other meet and greets, I saw that they added some more meet and greets on there. And I'm like, they could have just like waited to not put Thunder Rosa on there. If there's, this was already look like, at Cam, kind of look at her. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't, I don't think they had them the moxley one there and there's they another did. yeah they did they did oh they did what about the sheeta was that yeah. one on there they were that the two that there. were limited well, I, I didn't see those so they were new to me <laughs> we're just but, looking for thunder yeah exactly i was just looking for that well you know like I, just, I don't know i just i feel like if they already had that you know information that she is injured or you know they were already planning on it it's like why even include it like right off the bat you know, it, well, and you know, FanFest has just been a hot mess altogether. The fact that it was released like a week before, like any information about it released a week before the event, I feel like that just causes like a panic and, you know, and an unneeded stress to the whole situation. So I don't know. It's yeah, it's just disappointing, but maybe the calls coming from inside the house, maybe all of these things that are being put out is to create a buzz about all out because if you think about it a lot of this build there hasn't been much of a build so it's like what if we just release all of this backstage drama keep pushing it out there and you know maybe this is creating the buzz that was needed because if you think about it there really hasn't been too much of a push or a buzz around this one Hmm. didn't even think of that <laughs> that's a good conspiracy theory TK, it's him. He's the drama. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into these matches. So we know there will be an AEW World Trios title match, but we do not know who will be in the match yet. What are our predictions of who we think are going to face off in this 
crowning of these new titles. Crowning of the new titles? Definitely the elite are going to be in the finals. I think so. Obviously. Obviously, they're facing um, United Empire. But if they're going to go over United Empire, that just builds to Kenny and Osprey. So I don't necessarily know if they're going to be the champions. My heart was hoping for my boy's best friends, but... I definitely, definitely feel like it's elite. That for sure. I am a little disappointed that we probably will not see House of Black in this match because, I mean, it's a trio right there. I understand Kenny Omega coming back is a huge deal and they've paired him with the Bucks, but you have like House of Black. Well, the trios one has just been difficult to follow for me. Yeah. Just in general. That's why I like, I was like, I don't blame you for, because I'm like, who, who's in the trios again? I was like, other than the, the Bucks and Omega, I'm like, who is it? (laughs) I mean, I think, I think it's exciting that they're introducing these titles. I think it seems like they're trying to build up these three, four person teams, like on dark that, you know, you have Sunny Kiss, who's with this group of people, be honest with you. I don't know the rest of the group. All I know is Sunny Kiss. We stand Sunny Kiss in this house, but there's other little teams that they're building up. So I have no doubt that once they do crown the trio's champion that there will be contenders for it so that's a good sign because we look at like someone like jade and it's like okay well who is she going to face off against there's always that question mark i think with the trio's titles there is more of it almost seems like of an importance on it where people are like okay i know that they'll probably face off like house of black will more than likely get a title shot at some point because they are that trio they have that story so we will see what happens this is a match where it's kind of like we're there and we're watching it it's not one that i can say i'm excited about i'm on the same page i thought it was interesting booking that they have two trios matches on the card there's FTR Wardlow versus Jay Lethal and what was the tag? The, the Motor City Machine Right. Kind of having that, it kind of throws off the, the prestige of having your first trios titles match and kind of like, okay, well, FTR, they didn't really need to be in a trios match. They are the number one contender for the tag titles, which is why I was confused how the acclaimed girl <laughs> all of a sudden versus Swerving Keith. And I'm like, your number one contenders are on the card as well in a match that they don't necessarily need. Yeah, we have to talk about this. Swerve and our glory versus the acclaimed. A week ago, we were talking about scissor me, daddy ass. Now we're going into a title shot. I, I like, I'm just, I'm confused here. Like scissoring, scissoring gets you places. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> that was perfect. That's your quote for, yeah, for this episode. Scissoring gets you places. I didn't even know they were number one contenders, which they're not. So to have this placement is a little bit weird. I think they have had a solid fan reaction in regards to working with Ass Boys and Billy Gunn. Like they have that fan interaction, right? But in my opinion, I feel like we should be seeing FTR go up against Swerve and Our Glory in one of the biggest shows that AEW has. So the fact that it's the acclaimed. Say what you will about the acclaimed, but they don't need to be in this match. Like they could have done a segment, come out before the show, middle of the show, do a little promo and go to the back. I don't think they need this match. Well, maybe they're doing it because I'm think, trying to think right now, like what other tag solid tag team is out 
there right now that's not already in something you know what i mean like the young bucks are obviously doing the trios what so like what other tag team would they have put if it if not the acclaim i don't think ftr and wardlow needed to be in a trios match like some ward not no war hate no war hate (laughs) i think wardlow needs his solo match that's what i think he needs i mean i know he's been going forth back and forth with jay lethal which i'll roll my eyes at that but (laughs) there's no reason as to why ftr cannot have their match and then Wardlow could have his match. Now, I think the addition of Motor City Machine Guns is great because you have these TNA or Impact people that have worked together for a long time. It's a nice flair because we've seen that that Impact and that AEW partnership before. So I'm almost wondering if they're trying to start that again by having Motor City Machine Guns involved here. But what the hell happened to Jay Lethal's teammates? Yeah, the tall guy, right? Yeah, that would have been the only way that I would have been excited for this match to finally see Wardlow powerbomb him. But that's not happening now. So where's he at? He's going to come out (laughs) during the match and try to interfere. There's going to be a ref down. Listen, I can see it all. I'm just like that, Sir Raven. I can see it. Um, (laughs) He's going to come out. There's a ref down. Everyone's down. He's going to be the big dude. Powerbomb, boom, one, two, three. That's what the people want to see, which you didn't have to do a trios match for that. That is true. But I also think that maybe they thought, okay, well, we can't put this guy, we can't put him in a solo match against Wardlow because no one really knows who he is. Like he hasn't had a solo run. He's been in this group with Jay Lethal, who is technically like the face of the group, which I don't think that's a great face to have. But so I can understand why they wouldn't put Wardlow and him in a singles match because people are going to be like, Wardlow's going to win. It's predictable, but we didn't need a trios match. No, there's no mid-card title matches on the card. Jail, Tony. (laughs) You have Wardlow and Jade, money makers. Yes. Neither of them are in singles matches on the card. So sad. That's a choice. I have many questions. Me too. Mm -hmm. So do we think that FTR and Wardlow are winning this match or do we see the involvement? Like what is going to happen? They're obviously winning unless something dramatic happens, but I don't, although technically I guess I could see with the addition of Motor City Machine Guns, it kind of makes you think, well, maybe they could win. Yeah. Because that's more of a viable team more, but they're still going to win. FTR is probably going to just move on to something with them. That might be their next contendership. Hmm. Who knows? They might go for Ring of Honor. Who knows? Maybe they can finally go for the championships that they're number one contenders for. I I don't know. (laughs) Wild, wild thought. That's a wild theory. Wow. <laughs> You're fucking crazy. <laughs> Casey, Cam, do we think Warlow and FTR are winning this match? Of course. I almost feel like it's disrespectful if they don't. Yeah. Like, we're flying out there. We paid tickets. If Wardlow's not winning, I want a refund. Like, period. Or with the Wardlow president, too, fan oh. club president. Like, right. Mm-hmm. Disrespect. Bow down to your front. <laughs> Um, low. Yeah, exactly. Nope. Let's move on to this women's match that has been highly talked about. Tony Storm versus Dr. Britt Baker, DMD versus Jamie Hayter versus Sheeta for the interim AEW Women's World title. Many questions. We'll start with, is Jamie turning on Britt finally? Here's hoping. Here is hoping. She needs to. She's way too good Mm -hmm. to be coming out to Britt Baker's music every single week. First of all, her music is fire. Second, she can wrestle circles around Brit. She doesn't need to be in Brit's back corner anymore. It's time for her to fly. Ooh, yes. There we go. Those are my two cents. <laughs> Jamie Hater for the title. 
I feel like they're going to still give it to Tony. I, I don't, I don't know why I feel that way. I just feel like she's the safest choice out of them because, okay. It's like, Sheeta's already been it. Brit's already been it. Hater as awesome and talented as she is. I don't think she's ready. Cause she hasn't had that proper like support and she's just been tied to Brit this whole time. So I feel like they're going to give it to Tony because it'll allow Thunderoso, God willing, if they let her come back. Um, and be able to pick up where they left off on that storyline. Mm, so I'm thunderstorm. Hoping, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, even though it's predictable, I feel like that would be the safest choice to continue that storyline to allow Thunder Rosa to come back and be like, Hey, remember when we were a team? Okay. Now I'm getting it back. Like, you know, so who knows? Yeah, I agree. I'm so sick of interim title champions though. I'm sick of it. Just, just let them relinquish it. It's fine. We don't need a temporary, but I understand whatever, (laughs) but I definitely think it's Tony. I love Tony. I'm ready for her to be champ and it hurts my heart less if she wins it in the four way than against my other girl Thunderosa because I love them both and I don't like when my girls fight, but I guess I'm going to have to face that at some point, (laughs) but Tony's definitely going to be the best option and I hope that she will have a you know good title run that Thunder Rosa has not been given because I think you're right, Lo. Her, her title run has not been great. And it's so disappointing because we know how great she is and what she can do, but she's been given the chance. But I also could see them just putting it on Brit just to be like, well, whatever. I could see that. I don't want it, but I could see it. I could too. I, I, I agree. I, I feel like they might put it on Brit. Oh, yeah. If they do put it on Brit, we're going to find what was true about that online drama and what was not true because mm-hmm. I, I think it's going to get messy if Brit wins. I think she's just going to pull and pull and pull and then it's just going to hit the fan. It's a very sticky situation, especially now that Thunder Rosa has spoken out. And um, I'm not sure if you guys saw it, but she's taking a social media break. So for something like that to happen, it's like, OK, in my opinion, I feel like there's more going on than an injury. I feel like. We have to realize these wrestlers are real people at the end of the day. I saw the stuff in her quote tweets. These people are f***ing rude. And to be injured and not be in a right state of mind already. And then you have people talking about things that they think is true. Like, I don't blame her for taking a social media break. But I feel like it'd be very tacky if... Brit does come out and start saying stuff about this supposed situation that happened, but I wouldn't be surprised because that's wrestling, right? I wouldn't be surprised if we do get the Sammy and Eddie match if, you know, Sammy comes out talking his So it's like, we kind of anticipate that because we watch this sport, but at the same time as a fan, you can still shake your head at it, right? Definitely, definitely. And it's, I don't think it's too far off for them to just put it on Brit and kind of let her do her thing with it. And that I mean, bury everyone who comes across her on the microphone just to make herself look better. Brian Danielson versus Chris Jericho. There's going to be blood. There's going to be so much blood. Oh my God. They're going to be bleeding before they even get in the ring. That's that's just Jericho. I just, I just want Garcia to be like, <laughs> hold on before I'm attacked. I just want Garcia to be out there, like either put him in like a little Christmas box and have him to the side. Winner gets to open it. Like <laughs> has to be of Daniel Garcia match. Garcia on a pole. <laughs> Garcia on a pole. Shoot, add me. It'll be a triple threat. No, <laughs> it's true. Oh. You're gonna call me best in the world because I'm walking out the winner. 
<laughs> Who do we see winning this match? Do we see an interference by Daniel Garcia? Maybe finally joining the Blackpool Combat Club, which has been rumored for a while. Or do we think Judas's own Chris Jericho is going to win? I feel like Chris Jericho's kind of doing a lot of his like, this is my last match with this person. You know what I mean? I feel like he's on his way out. I really do. So I could see him. I I could see interference. I don't. I don't know if I'd see him losing, mm. but. I don't know. I feel like this is just his chance to like, okay, I'm going to wrestle you one more time and that'll be that. Now let me move on. Cause it's, it's been weird. Like, I feel like he's just been calling out whoever the hell he wants now. And he's like, you, I'm going to fight you now. You let's start a fight with you. So I, I could see some interference happening. I don't know if, cause they're both very good and they're big names. I don't know if any, either one would want to be the L in that, in that match. Mm, yeah. I could see it going to time limit mm. and then Garcia comes out and he makes his choice. I'm just picturing the whole thing. The formulas. It's like, it is. <laughs> oh, but you know what? I feel like he could be a sneaky snake and just stay with JAS. I really, <gasps> I could see it. Wouldn't that be awful? It would be awful. <laughs> I don't like it. He was, the person who tweeted bad bitches are for Daniel Garcia would need to delete their tweet at that point because it's not applicable anymore. Yeah. No, I could see it. I could see him just being like, aha, played you, and then chooses to go with Jericho. It's like, I'm a sports entertainer. Would I hate it? Absolutely. <laughs> Cam would have to burn the cap. You have to just take it. I'd have to like, <laughs> the nice yep, cap. There it is. Just never had it. <laughs> there's going to be a Twitter video for burning it. <laughs> oh, no. Outside oh. the arena or yeah, yeah, when you yeah, get home? What? No, outside. Just outside. <laughs> I'm going to use Jericho's pyro. There you go. Throw it in there. <laughs> I hope he joins Blackpool Combat Club, though. I feel like he has like the look to fit them, but I feel like he also brings a little bit of flavor to them because he just he says anything. He'll he'll delete it, obviously, but uh, he'll say anything on Twitter. They need that. Maybe he go on William Regal's podcast, spill a little bit of cheese, mate. I don't know, but we'll see what happens. These next two matches are ones that I personally am looking forward to. Ricky Starks versus Powerhouse Hobbs. This match is going to be good. Yeah. I don't have a winner here. I think us. us, us. We're watching it live in person. <laughs> yes. Both these men are so good. And I feel like Ricky Starks just, just exactly. so good. Complete that package, promo he sure. cut last week. I just, you could feel the emotion as a fan. It's like, damn, like he is really putting his heart into this. And then you have Hobbs who is just like, I'll break your neck. He doesn't give a damn. Both of y'all are doing some of your best work right here. I see a lot of people, they've been comparing Ricky Starks to a young rock. Um, I don't know if that's because they're both black or if they truly see the, you know, the, the similarities. I mean, I see some similarities, but there's a lot of young men, young black men who come up in this business and they don't need to be compared to the rock. Like just because he knows how to dress and he's black does not mean he needs to be compared to the rock. Like, let's just start there. But I don't have a clear winner for this match. I just want both wrestlers to have fun. Right, Casey? Yeah, exactly. I'm going to be wearing that shirt. I just hope both wrestlers have fun. That's all. We're all here for a good time. Not a long time. So let's just enjoy it. Who has a clear cut winner here? Has to be Ricky. Well, I would say Hobbs. I don't know. Just, just my sure mass of the man, you know, yeah. wait, it's going to be, it's See, not going to be a squash. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not a squash. I don't think it'll be a squash match, but I think, I think he'll 
wind up winning. It'll really solidify Hobbs if he wins, though. I think he Hobbs really more. gets this. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. Hmm. It's hard. Is Team Tash truly over? Is Brian Cage out the picture? He's in Ring of Honor, so anything is possible. Oh, hook. No hook. Okay. Hook. The hookers are us. Okay. It's gone. Yeah, it's doing his own thing. Yeah. I mean, I love them tagging together. I just feel like they're so incredible. I don't have a winner. Whatever. We'll see who wins. I just, you guys are right though. Hobbs does need to win more than Starks. I feel like Starks has really solidified himself and Hobbs is doing a good job. Like when he gets on the mic and he says stuff, he catches your attention, but I still feel like he needs that character growth within AEW because he's been with Starks. Starks has really been the one that's been talking. So he really needs to build himself up. He could probably go against Wardlow at some point if they keep on building him up the way that they should. So we will stay tuned to that. Jungle Boy versus what comicbook.com said was Chris Cage, <laughs> not Christian Cage, Chris Cage. I didn't know, I don't know that man. Cage. This has been some hot drama, hasn't it? This is the drama I want, not yes. the outside drama. I want this drama. Yes. <laughs> Yes, this has been quality television the last couple of weeks, truly. Who do we think is winning? Is Luchasaurus getting involved? What is going on? Is Marco Stunt coming back? Like, so many questions. Like, whoa. <laughs> Don't do that. Iridian's not here. Don't do that to her. <laughs> I could see Luchasaurus hurting his back on Jungle Boy and going back with Christian because, okay. Here's all the clues. This is what I do when I watch it. He's still in his black gear. He still has his spooky music. He never changed that when he came back with Jungle Boy. He turned, he was like real quick to be like, yeah, I'll be your friend again. Like, what's his sign? Maybe this is what we need to be studying. Maybe we should have looked up everyone's sign before we, uh... (laughs) did our predictions maybe maybe things would be a little better Uh is he a gemini is he two-sided no he is a pisces pisces water sign Mm -hmm. emotional fishies still the two he's emotional emotional. i don't know the rest of his chart he could have some gemini and i don't know someone pull up his whole damn chart (laughs) i don't know where's his birth chart (laughs) what time was he born i I need need to know these things Well, we should have looked up everyone's sign. Dang, missed opportunity. Yeah, but I feel like if Christian doesn't get someone equally as big to get on his side as a Luchasaurus, Luchasaurus is going back with Christian. Christian is in his villain era. He <laughs> He's going to do that because he's, he's taking everything from Jungle Boy, who is now a jungle man. Um, he's really grown <laughs> the past couple months. He's saying bad words. I know he's on the TV Sam the P word. He really did. put it on, yeah, on a shirt too. Exactly. Yeah, in a shirt. Like, sir. <laughs> I, I, I think it's depending on the dinosaur. That is the, the factor, the Luchasaurus factor. Mm-hmm. That's my, I, I can't tell. The See, but where would the storyline go after that? You know what I mean? Like, if but they continue that, because I feel like it, it's as good as it's been, like, is this already like the completion of that like whole like because they took Christian you know Christian turned heel and you know separated them now they're back together so are they going to separate them again and continue that storyline or is this like the final chapter to it honestly I feel like Christian's another one that might I don't know when his contract's up either but I feel like he's one of those ones that's going to be like peace out man Um, especially with the news of Edge you know I know Mm -hmm. I'm I'm mentioning WWE but you know Edge saying that he wants his final match I don't know why I feel like Christian would come back to do that with Edge. I don't know. I don't know why. I, I know I'm setting up that this is me just going completely like, <laughs> damn, Casey. Hey. Wow. 
I mean, that could be a way of just closing this chapter. Okay. What's next for Christian or is Christian's contract coming up? Is he going to want to try to come back in time for that whole buildup next August? Hmm. I didn't even think about that. I second all of it. I'd like for it to go that way. But no, in same thoughts as Casey, I don't really know where it goes after this. It kind of feels like it's hit its mark. Right. This is about as good as it's going to get. They've done a really great job with this storyline. Like they haven't rushed it. They've been very slow. They've had Christian play like almost like this father figure to this group. And then for him to finally just be like, I'm done here. I'm going to go up against Jungle Boy. They've done a really good job because we've seen a lot of times where it's like it's very rushed and people get injured and stuff happens and we don't get that almost like happy ending type of thing. So, I mean, if this is the end of like their story, I think they've done an incredible job. Obviously, watching it for all of these months, like I wouldn't mind seeing it go on. But again, how would you continue it at this point? Casino ladder match. Do we know who's in it? Nope. It's a mystery. All right. Nope. Tony Khan, surprise us. Yeah. They're going to pull all the catering back out there. (laughs) It could be us. Oh, my God. Got to stretch. Dang. (laughs) (laughs) I got to learn how to take bumps in three days. We got this. (laughs) Don't worry. We know that usually in these ladder matches, there is a quote unquote joker and now that johnny gargano has decided to go back to wwe we know he is not going to be the joker in this match do we have any guesses of who we think it could be now mjf we don't think mjf is getting involved in this AEW title match that has not been announced yet he could do both he could do both he could win the casino battle royale first thing and then go to the title match at the end of the night like a money in the bank scenario oh Mm. Yep, I see it. Look at us. Wow. I didn't even think about that because I, you know, with the casino ladder match, I'm like, that's the giant, the giant little chip, right? That's what it is. is. And they usually do that on the Mm buy-in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so, and then that's used for a title. Okay. Oh yeah. Wow. That's a really good. I'm wondering if they could utilize some of these guys that they've been showing on Dart in this Casino Battle Royal to compete in the match before we might get MJF back. Like, who would be in this match is my main question. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, who's left? Everybody not competing. Sunny. I mean, you have Yuta, you have Claudio, like, but I don't see them putting people with titles in this match. It would be people without titles. So that's why I'm thinking they might pull people from like Dark or other people on the roster that they haven't utilized, like uh, Matt Seidel or the Varsity Blondes or the Ass Boys, like some of the people like that, that they might just kind of throw together in there and be like, okay, do your thing until uh, Eli's finest comes in the ring. (laughs) It's happening. It's happening. I feel like MJF has to be involved somehow. We have not heard anything from him. The last thing I heard was Sherry Shepard saw him on the plane and he was rude. That's the last thing I heard. That was funny. (laughs) I mean, if it would have been Punk or it would have been Moxley, I think the story kind of tells itself because you have the last thing that MJF was talking about is that Tony hired all these WWE guys. He's paying up so much money, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, great. Have him face off against a WWE guy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We will see what happens. I mean, do we think Chicago is going to eat up? Uh, MJF is going to be back? That pop I might be crazy. So. Yeah, exactly. It'd yeah. be a crazy pop. To- or do we think that we're getting a rematch of Punk and Mox? That's the rumor, which is... Which I'm confused. 
I, so he's not really injured. I, I was like, I'm being worked. I know I am. But like, <laughs> Well, a lot of people were were looking at the footage, which I mean, it could go either way. Like he grabbed the wrong foot. He mm-hmm. didn't grab the foot that he kicked with. He grabbed the foot that he was standing on. But still, you can injure the foot that you're standing on when you kick someone. So I don't see how that point is really sufficient. He could be injured. He couldn't be. I mean, he has drama going on, too. Maybe they should have Mox versus Punk and have Cole Cabana run in. I don't know. We're in Chicago. He's in Germany right now. He's going to be in Chicago that weekend. (laughs) We got planes. It's fine. Well, then Angelico better be in the ladder match. Mm. I miss him so much. It's the only reason why I watched Dark to see that man wrestle. And I saw both of them were in Germany. I was like, so he better be with Colt right next to him. They better be sharing peanuts on the ride to Chicago. I want to see both. What are we looking forward to most all out weekend? You know, you have the all out pay-per-view, but you have different events going on as well. You have GCW, who's probably going to put on 15 death matches on one show with the Art of War games. Then you have four cup stuff Friday after Rampage. There's another one that is during FanFest. Are there any other things outside of AEW that you're looking forward to? GCW. You know I love GCW. You- Casey, is this your first death match? Yes, I'm so scared. That's what I, I was going to say. It's Cam's okay. first death match. <gasps> Baby's first death match. Are <laughs> you watching it like this? With my like this. Oh my God. Just don't breathe in after they break light tubes. That's all this I have to say. Listen, I wear my mask specifically because I don't trust anybody and it really helps in a death match. So catch me wearing my mask though, y'all. I think no. you guys will have an interesting time. It is a little bit scary because it's Oh, it's we, scary. and I went for the first time we went to WrestleMania and I was just like, people watch this. <laughs> they love this. <laughs> now I'm one of those people. You see stuff on Twitter and you see people bleeding out and you're like, dude, like these people are paying to watch this guy bleed out. So it, it's scary in that aspect, but it's amazing to see the amount of wrestlers who do this every weekend. Like they're going through doors, they're breaking light tubes on each other and they do this every weekend. This is their nine five insane yes much respect <laughs> much respect to that that art form this is <laughs> i will be watching half of it if you all need water bottles or drinks i will probably be in those lines for you like <laughs> we'll see how much i can take any cosplays to look out for they're what <laughs> oh now with all this thunder you know with thunder rosa not going like i i part of me wants to still cosplay as thunder rosa because i already had a plan that was my whole idea but you know now that i might possibly purchase a different meet and greet i'm like well i want to you know i want to be able to fit that vibe so i might change out that cosplay but I'm trying to make sure that whatever I wear is going to be comfortable because I learned from WrestleMania that cosplaying at a live wrestling event with thousands of people is very hot and very uncomfortable. So whatever I do decide, it's going to be very casual cosplay. What's the vibe of the fits, Al and Cam? Cash. I'm going to just be cash all week. It's like, it's going gonna, it's gonna to give Ricky Starks streetwear. Ooh. But not as expensive because on a budget. That man is labels only. I, I got this skirt to wear and I was gonna tweet about it, but I know there's a bunch of perverts out there. So I was like, I'll just wait until the podcast to say it. Got this skirt, this French skirt to wear with my Sunday outfit. 
put it on. And the only thing that is all out is my ass. So we're not going with that one. We're going to do something else. (laughs) We'll see what happens. The whole outfit is not here yet. That's the thing too. It's like trying to plan everything out is extremely difficult because there's been changes like these meet and greets, like a week before Tony, not everything is sold on Amazon prime, sweetie. So I've been asking that man to pay me for months. You know, this (laughs) send him an invoice. He knows where to find me. I've said plenty of ideas he need, he's taken. Cut to check them. <laughs> Maybe he'll have a meet and greet. You could speak a piece of your mind to him. Oh, Can you imagine? You could you imagine? <laughs> no. Oh, wild. You get that hug. <laughs> I want a picture like that. Under the pictures. Listen, I'm going to be Claudio and I low-key want to do that, but I won't. <laughs> <laughs> Be like, may I hug you? But like Tony Khan. But like Tony. May, may I just <laughs> like create this photo? <laughs> just don't do the Chris Brown poses, okay? Oh. Anyway, well. thank you guys so much for joining me on Wrestling Wind Down. Where can the people find you on social media? You can find me on Twitter at Cam Probably. And you can find me on Instagram at Camry with two H's. Oh, you can find me at Al. Yeah, that's two underscores. That's on everything. Instagram, Twitter the TikTok I don't use. And then don't forget to follow Kayfabe Queens and Women's Wrestling Talk where you can find me doing the AEW after show every week. Awesome. You can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Over the Moonsaults and on Twitter it's OT Moonsault. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Wrestling Wind Down. You can find all of our other episodes available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, iHeartRadio, and wherever else you listen to your podcast. We're also on Twitter and Instagram at WWDCAST. Let us know what you thought about the episode. What was your favorite part? Until next time, enjoy your wine and, of course, enjoy your wrestling. Cheers! Cheers.